guys! Welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids. Uh, the movie- did I say that I loved it? The movies that we watched as kids. The movies that ultimately shaped our generation as kids growing up in the late 80s and early 90s. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined today by a very judgy Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> He's giving me eyes. <laughs> Charlie, I didn't know we were starting, and all of a sudden you're just doing your intro. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. I said, are we ready to start? You said you that, said but yes. you didn't click record or anything, so that means all that random <laughs> shit that I just said is somewhere recorded in record land. Perfect. Now there's yeah, proof. maybe I'll release the it's three not. minutes that we discussed Paul Rudd's acting career. And how hot he is, and what age limit. <laughs> age group that he was at what for the record we couldn't come to a consensus yeah she likes young I like old he's classic he's like Sean I love him all the time all, he's the, all the Paul Reds. so good looking. All the Paul Reds can't get it. He's so funny and quirky that he can literally almost time. say anything, and it's like, okay, what does your nuts taste like? Mm-hmm. He was even in Clueless, the TV show. That was a classic episode. Okay. It was a good one. His name was Sonny. It was Sonny and Cher. Anyways, so we're here today to talk about Problem Child 2. Yay! John Ritter, rest his heart. And I realized, okay, so we already did Problem Child. We watched that movie and discussed it. a while ago. Um, Please Mm -hmm. check back, if you will. If you didn't hear it, check it. Mm -hmm. And in that movie, I remember watching it for this and then being disappointed that it wasn't Problem Child 2. Right. And then I watched this one and I was like, well, I guess I just didn't care about either one of them (laughs) because neither one of these are great. Oh, no! I kind of thought that this was kind of like not as good before I say the movie. So, okay. But this is kind of like the dating version of Edward Scissorhands. Because the world is so warped up, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a couple assholes are like, what would it be like if a dude moved into a town where there's nothing but divorced chicks? They would just throw themselves at her. Like, there's no it's thought behind weird. the women. There's yeah. a, the only person who gives a good example of what it's like to, like, to think consciously is the little girl. Yeah. She sees shit one. and she wants to be the person to get it done. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is, I'm going to marry this guy and just be, have life. So this movie has a lot of uh, Le- inherent hatred towards women, I feel like. It really, I felt that very, like the whole time very, I was watching it. Yep. They're very, very dumb. They're very, all they need is a man. They're happy. All they want to do is yeah. take care. Like, LaWanda... Had all that success and everything, and yet she's trying to pretend she's going to cook and, and, and bake she for was this a dude. Crazy it's like, bitch. Because she was a successful businesswoman that wanted a man, she was crazy. You and know? all she did was look at him and said, that's the one. Mm-hmm. None of these women, like, right. he has no All the other ones were just, like, had no man, so a new guy shows up. They don't know him, and they're all thirsting over him. Thirsty like, literally, bitches. his lawn is crowded with him. And then the good girl that he falls in love with is just like running from him because she has her own problem child to deal with right well she's not even like barely and then when he's talking about how like well she's great for me she's everything that i want and she gets me because she also has a problem child he says but luanda i wrote it down is willing to date me yeah. Yeah. What did I say? How sad is that? Yeah, she's perfect. She loves my kid. She's understanding. But Luanda will date me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wah, wah. But does that mean marriage? You've known her tweet like three days. You have to get married because it's a woman in front of you? Yeah, he settles. Like, right. what? 
Exactly. Instantly will move, he moves into doubt. He thinks his son needs a, a mother, which I get wanting to have that, you know, full family. But that's like, whatever, it but wasn't like, even his goal when he moved into town. Right, right. Like, he was and bonding any with woman his will son. Do. Any and woman will do. This that's happens ridiculous. right after Problem Child, where he just left his wife, who is manipulative mm-hmm. and, like, life-ruining. And he just goes and dates the exact same lady. Yeah. And doesn't see it. But she changes around him. So how could he see it? I mean, she doesn't Well, act but like that's the thing. Around. The other lady did too, for the most part. Yeah. So she's pretty rude to him constantly though. I yeah, think. that's true, actually. But this lady is manipulative and is easy to see if he had just opened his eyes a little mm-hmm. more. And he also didn't notice how thirsty those other ladies were. Right. Which well, not he that knew, anything... but he wants to get his dick wet. Who gives sure. a shit? The only problem I have with that part of this movie is that he introduced his kid to every first date he went on, and I think that's mm-hmm. weird and gross. That is weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like, only introduce the kid after it's like a serious thing. Yeah, I mean, if you're dating all these girls first dates. Like, why are you parading that in front of your kid? Of course he's confused about what love is and what he's being replaced. Yeah, and he gets mad at his kid for being mad that he's dating. Right, right. Well, he's also understanding in that, like, you know I can love more than one. Yeah, that comes later. That That same conversation, though. Right. But he's also, like, the kid's not wrong. He's acting out because he wants his dad's attention focused on him and he yeah, has he it hasn't a lot been this of attention he does look Bitch the kid's needy lot. the Ugh. kid's needy but it's like god where were this is what it was like to have a be a parent without video games like but the dad took a while to have that talk sure and the dad but was i kind feel of like temper. the dad is constantly doing nothing but thinking about that little kid like literally that's all the dad thing. and that's what i think the the character caricature of this john ritter character is is that the idea of the only thing he cares about is being a loving father to this little boy. It's mm-hmm. the whole movie's about the male male bonding kind of like love yeah. between a father and a son. But like it's to the point where the dad doesn't have a personality. The dad doesn't True. you know what I mean? Like there's literally nothing he thinks, well, I only want this woman because he's good to my son. It has nothing to do with right. her brain. It has nothing to do with the fact that she like was a good person. It was only because she was good and what's his face liked her does that make sense the, the lady at the end right right the nurse because yeah. when he's well, pondering he which one to take her, right. he's like the only reason he gave that he liked her was because of all the pleasant things towards the son no he liked her because he could relate to her because she also had a problem child but he didn't know that at the time he did he literally said that when what? she ran away and she's holding the kid oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay he's but like she this- gets me we would be perfect, but the other chick will date me, so hmm. let's do that. It's so, and then it's after, so then they're getting married. And then there's another with character. With no engagement. The Another type of woman we see is the babysitter, who must be a teenager, but she's dressed like a schoolgirl. Yeah, yeah. And it's so rude of them, of the movie itself. This They do this. She's watching TV, a documentary about pigs, and her, is insinuating that she's a pig. Right. But this bitch like, is also banging that dude, though, right? Same babysitter. I I know. And she broadcast is. And it, so. broadcast it on the side of the house. And She's a dirty little pig like, girl, and she wants to be banged. Right. Why are we seeing all of these like bad <laughs> examples of what a woman is? There's no good example of a woman in this movie. But I will say, I feel like I also uncovered this other weird layer of anti-America and the American dream. Right, because the, the grandpa is like, 
super pro America. Like to everything an that has point. an evil persona about it, in my opinion, was because if we look at at the Russian husband, that you know what I mean, that the mm-hmm, first day mm-hmm. that he comes with the metal pipe, when we look at his life is supposed to be sad and desperate and alone, right? Well, when we cut to him being kind of a gross person, the only other objects you see in the room are the American flag in the background on one side of him and the Jesus on the cross on the other side of him. And that's the only, and then the can of whatever food he's eaten. But that's the only thing in the he's, shot. He's eating dog food. Was it dog food? Okay, yeah. so he's eating dog food. I didn't even pay attention to that. I just was like, well, this is weird that he's supposed to be this downtrodden, gross person. And he there's the there's the Christ cross and the American flag. But it also repeats later in when Lawanda, I love her name, comes in and redecorates before she even meets him, which bitch restraining order right. in Myla in personally. But like she's supposed to be the villain of this this thing piece too, right? Mm-hmm. Well she redecks the house in red, white, and blue and the American and stars and shit. So it's kinda like this weird underlying like don't like, trust it. I feel like that's and the, grandfather the grandpa's too. deal too, because in the last movie he was like that. Mm-hmm. But also, it's not like this moving away from the America thing. That's a good note. That's a good observation, Thank Charlie. You so much. That's what I wanted to hear. Um, this movie is very all about the primary colors, and it made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> that made you uncomfortable? I did not like it. Everything in this movie is red, blue, green, or yellow. Like circus colors. Yeah, the bright I don't, it's of it. too much. It's too. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, it makes Simulating. me not. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't want it. I like. I will stimulate myself. Thank you. I like secondary colors. I don't need the primary. Like, we get it. This is a kid's movie. Just like, I feel like in the 80s and the 90s. Can we get a they pastel? Really, they really shoved those primary colors down your throat to, like, try to teach you. It's like, I, I get it. <laughs> okay? Don't treat me like a child. You're Throw upset these primary about this. colors in my face. Right. I don't Stupid like it. Bitch. I like and the palette. She turns know? his bedroom into clowns. His bed? Yeah. It's just a, a repeat of the last movie. Right. It really is. So a lot of the things in this the movie are The Force Unleashed was just movie. a repeat of the original movie. So, I mean, Jedi was you just a repeat the name of right. New Hope. You can't even get the name right. Force the Force Awakens. Awakens. Whatever. Fine. I'm sorry. Force Unleashed was the video games. I played mm-hmm. a couple of those before Force okay. Awakens happened, and so that's why it's in my when head. Return of the Jedi was not a repeat of A New Hope. It just had the Death Star in it, and that's what you're referring to. But it was a <laughs> completely different story. <laughs> I know. Okay. Same with The Force Awakens. Just like a bigger Death Star, Basic but still outline. a different story nonetheless. I mean, I love them. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm a Star Wars nerd. I'm sorry. <laughs> there. That's what you're waiting to hear. I love that. <laughs> so, a lot of things about this movie made me uncomfortable. Um, the fact that everyone's divorced, it's just weird. Because it It's the all 80s. these single ladies in this town that is known for its rock of love. <laughs> Clearly, this superstition is working. Yeah, I'm like, what whole, is going on? But they with stole this it town? from the Native American. They're like, yeah, the That's first settlers came in and stole it from the Native American. Well, they had to explain how they got it, I guess. Well, wow, did everybody, all, all settlers got it? Well, we just well, I guess stole it, it. it cursed everybody because everybody was single. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Do you think the whole movie was based on the curse of the love rock? Yeah, and so once they oh got rid God. of the love rock. The they didn't get rock. rid of it. They put it into the wedding, which oh. forced the break of that wedding. Mm. Oh, my God. So it's but, actually, instead of attracting love, it detracts. I'd rather love. see that movie, okay? <laughs> the, the, the Jumanji, like, rock. It just starts playing music. All of a sudden, it attracts you towards <laughs> Just, like, it. rolls through the town, yes. breaking up couples. <laughs> so cute. It's like the Kool-Aid Man, but different. 
<laughs> I love it. Let's write it. Let's, I'll watch it. Um, let's see. Things that I remember from this movie. I remember the porn on the house thing. Uh-huh. Because that stuck out in my it head a lot. So weird. Yep. And then seeing it now as an adult, I'm like, that is gross that <laughs> this is a kid's movie. Okay? Right. Right. Um, and he's showing porn. And doesn't Not even porn, live action people banging. Against but their consent. In fairness, in fairness, she did say go watch TV or something. He There's just no it. fair. Charlie, don't even get or away. Or something. You can't even get away with that. Anyway. <laughs> and she shouldn't have had that dude over. Some bitch. Look, but her little no, asshole over No, because this mind. movie painted every woman in here in a bad light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I remember that, and then I remember the little girl that wears the platform Spice Girl style shoes to get yes. onto the ride, and then so she, and the vomiting on that shit. Ugh, that that yeah. that part for me was the reason I hate Tilt Whirls and shit like that. Because all I think of is if some dumb child vomits, it's gonna splash into my mouth, and I'm just gonna mm, hurl. And every time, because of this movie, every time I go on this one of those rides, I think of that, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. Because what if some asshole gets it, and the guy doesn't shut it off, and I'm just stuck vomiting and crying? And that's not going to yeah. happen. I don't get on those rides because I would be the kid that vomits. The yeah. Tilt World makes me hurl. The teacups. Disney. Yeah. I went on, I don't go on those. Make me puke. I don't like the drop. I can handle a spin for the most part, but I do not like a drop. I cannot handle the spin, but a drop is nice. <laughs> we could never enjoy a theme park together. We cannot go to a theme park oh together. But we went to Disneyland together. We, and so we look went to Universal us. Studios a few times right. together. Right, and you won't go on the best ride, Fox which is Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> it's the best ride there. I don't know no, how it you isn't. can't go it's on it. It's a dickhead ride and needs to burn in hell. No, it's the best. It. It's the, the best grossest. ride. Anyways. So, John Ritter um, is, uh, and I also remember the plastic surgery in the nose. Right. That part I thought that had, the, that I was, was so surprised funny. that she didn't have that big nose at the end. Like, literally nobody saw it. Right, right. Well, we so kind of saw the shadow of we it. We saw it. Right. But, like, no, but, like, his impact he thought he was going to have. Three, okay. And I had, a, I had an opinion on that. If I were to go ahead and pay... For three hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars worth of plastic surgery on a yeah, three hundred eighty-two thousand dollars of plastic surgery, I would have some upgrades. I would not get the same face that I used to have. Like my skin would be wrinkle-free. I would upgrade to new kind of fabric. Okay. I would have blinkless self-moisturizing eyes, growth control eyebrows, and self-stretching ears so that I can pick different gauges and stuff. Right. Because the bigger you go, the cooler the gauges get. But I don't want to go that big, so I might have just said a zero. Okay. Um, I also want to point out that she bragged about how much money she had that she could have it fixed, but she could have had it fixed full free because the hospital messed that up. She could sue the shit out of that. Right. So that was her bad. Right. She's stupid. She doesn't know her rights. She's stupid. She does not know her patient rights. So I guess this movie, like, stood out from the other one because there was also a girl problem child. And so that was cool, but then watching it as an adult when every woman in this movie is treated or shown as to be a garbage human being, mm-hmm. it kind of takes away from the fact that awesome. the little girl is, is cool. Right. But I will say the, the the male figures weren't painted as amazing figures, though, either. Only no, the that's children true. Were. 
Yeah, Ooh. but not even all the kids. Like that one right. kid that's been in the sixth bully. grade for like 20 years. That was such a funny scene when he taped him up there. I remember thinking, oh, that like, was funny. this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Wait, we're all done. We're all done. Because I had bullets yeah. when I was a kid, and I wanted to tape them to a blackboard, but I never <laughs> did because I'm not that strong. <laughs> and that kid should have amazing muscles for being able to put that fucking dude up there. I'll say that much, too. Yeah. Amazing muscles. You should. Because I don't know if you've ever taped somebody to a wall, but you have to hold them in place for a while before that tape actually starts working. Uh, I haven't taped a person to a wall, but I've taped like paper to a wall. And yes, you have to hold it up while you tape. So you can see how that could get hard I for you. so hard right now. <laughs> Tape paper to a wall, I'll spit on you. <laughs> so there's a problem. It involves a child, and it happens twice. That's the moral of these two movies. That's what you... Br- I like this movie. I didn't hate it as much as you did. I liked it really? way more than I liked the first one. Because it's just... it's it, uh, Gilbert Godfrey, so, Iago, yeah, like, sitting at that fucking heart it's, dining room. Right. It's what is that top. restaurant? I'm sorry. But you're going to have all those kids and those those waiters wearing those awful hats and really no theme to it. And then you look over and there's a love area where adults are going to sit and have a nice dinner. That doesn't make any. It looked to me like. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. You know sense. what I mean? Like, it, and all of the, nothing all of made the food sense. were in like clamshell dishes. And when they threw it. It like, looked disgusting. What were you eating? Straight up corn syrup to yeah, come off that? Gross. Oh my God. Next to spaghetti. What a healthy dinner in 1989. Yeah, this movie was above and beyond. I don't. It was just. It was and I a get lot. that it was a kid's. It was supposed to just be like sticky and gross. But like. I mean, food can be disgusting without having to be slimy. Yeah, it is, and it's a kids' movie, so food fights are supposed to look fun, and that did not look fun. That looked like a blast. Actually. You should see. It takes two. That's a good food Stop fight. Stop your okay? face. That's a are fun you food kidding fight. Me? Stop it. <laughs> this was a high class food fight. This had more than just this was macaroni. Like gross. The food looked disgusting. Well, sure, sure, but I mean, it was a classy disgusting. There was wine oh. being had. I think. There was, yeah, the one lady, the dumb bimbo. And the photo they take at that dinner. Not any, not any woman in this movie can be a good role model. So sorry. sorry. No, please, bent. I guess. <laughs> the when they take a photo at that restaurant, he frames it. Did you notice that? Yeah, I'm excited on it. his wedding day. Right, right. Which to me in this timeline felt like two days later, not even. So felt he, like the next day. Right, the next day, mm-hmm. and he's already framed it. That's odd. And you're marrying somebody else. Like, I go to dinner with friends and family, whatever. We don't take photos and frame them. Yeah. And then the little two kids team up. And they... And all they do, like, you think they're going to do, like, some big heist. Right. All they do is run to that rock and ask Make a for wish. it. I think that's them. because it was the most innocent part, and it was, and, and it was supposed to be the sweetest part. And then they fell asleep but it on the worked. bench together. It worked. The little and girl was the Little big girl was the big spell! Oh, my God! <laughs> I was like, I knew it. That boy's just there, but a nilly old bottom. I get it. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I know bottoms, uh, little spoons can be tops too, but I just had this weird stigma in my head, and I'm old fashioned like that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But, um, and they discover, I'm like, oh, they did. They're here after all. And yet the wedding goes on the because it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, even though the lady is always wearing white, so she's obviously going to be the bride, you know? Right. But they always look like they're going to a glamour shots. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's yeah. happening? You're going to put a, a, 
fuzz filter over the top gets you some nice like backlight. Okay. Right. It was 1991. Basically, everybody was dressed as if they were on their way to glamour shots. I love glamour shots. I miss that very much. I never went. I never did either, but I always fantasized my mom taking me and being proud. <laughs> I, used to, I used to fantasize about going to <laughs> What's wrong with us? So, but that was a thing. That was like a definite thing because I was like, Is that a thing person. or is that just some weird Minnesota oh, no. It, kid no, thing? No, glamour shots for a solid five years had a good run. Yeah. Five years. It was a good run. Now it's But just, everybody looked terrible. But they have the cool <laughs> special effects, the layering the of the makeup. photos. Yas, Queen. Yas. Mm-hmm. It was a good time for photos that year. <laughs> but uh they call out the uh what oh the, the ball rolls down and she says some horrible things to the kid, which makes uh, John Says Ritter she realized hates kids and that she wished she could get rid of them, and it's like nobody hates kids that much, right? Well, I mean, some might. I don't know. I don't know. I That's mean, like super. Anybody who went up hatred. against the Scooby Doo Squad hated kids that much. Oh, right. They weren't kids. In Scooby Doo, if it wasn't for those wretched kids and their dog, I believe that's what they kept saying. Correct. Ah. Uh. Right. So come at me, bitch. Ah. Uh. And, uh, which pushes them together and they have a corny, oh, this is us. Oh, and the old man goes after the the fucking rich woman and it works. Yeah. Well, when he, back to John Ritter and Amy Aspect getting together, he says, like, oh, maybe we're, like, meant to be together. And she's all into it. So this whole time she would have been into it, he just didn't ask her. Well, he was with somebody, and she's no. Like remember, he right, said, right, "Like, which one her. should I date?" Oh, mm-hmm. well, this one will date me. So he just settles for her. Doesn't even try with the other one because she kept telling him no and went on. She why. did not. She ran away one she time. Constantly, and said then I they, the, when they ran into each other at the restaurant, she had no problem with him crashing her date with her daughter. So she was not opposed to it. Well, maybe her he daughter was making try, an uncomfortable conversation. I don't know. I don't know either. It's all best left to people who care. <laughs> which is not me (laughs) i don't know i thought this movie was cute it wasn't as bad as i felt that sam did but i know i guess i just really was disappointed that this was not better i think that this was better than the first in that i understood the angle there like the the bigger than life angle they were doing the more slapsticky i guess than it is from real life i think it was Mm -hmm. I didn't get the separation between real life and way what this more exaggerated, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you could see the caricature of real life, the yeah. surreal, you know, more so than the other one. As a kid, I couldn't, but as an adult, I definitely see the layers to the onion. Yeah, see, I, I just don't like it. Mm, I don't okay. like what it teaches kids. I don't like like it's not a good impression to put on young kids. Look at me getting preachy. I don't know that much. I just like a movie where it's pranks, I guess. I feel like angry that I watched this as a kid and this is like ingrained in me Splash is okay for you. Splash has okay morals that you're having. But there's a mermaid. (laughs) But there's a mermaid. Let's be damned. That's, no, that's also not great. But this movie is just like specifically made for kids and this is what we're shoving down my throat. No, thank you. I do not want it. I reject. You don't shove nothing down this throat until there's respect. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Okay. All right. I 
You have nothing more to problem child. Yeah, I know. There's not really t- much you, to you're it. You're so gross. There's not much that. to it. There, I mean, there was. John Ritter had a very successful life. I love John Ritter. I love Amy I won't Asbeck. say he's the babe, though, to have all those women be like, did you see the high Right, but he's the only what? single guy in town, and all these women are terrible. So I guess that's what this movie has to say about that. <laughs> are you saying you'd go lesbian if this was your situation? No, I would move out of that town. That's fair. That town is awful. But, I mean, he had a really nice house, and he had nothing to per collateral. True. He had a beautiful home, so it was really cheap to live in that house. I I, I probably moved to that town. I guess. I'd have no gay action. I have a fist. I'll use it. All right. Cool. We could be neighbors. I just also want to say I've never been fisted, and nor do I want to. So, putting that out I'm so (laughs) glad that we all now have that tidbit of information. If nothing else, we have that. Yeah, if nothing else, you know <laughs> what's not going else, where. What's that's, not that's going where? That's a new style of Charlie Fact. <laughs> Charlie Fact 2.17. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to us. Please follow us on Twitter at... It is Baby Cinema. But you're probably listening to us on iTunes, which we love you for it. Just please leave us a comment and rate us and just... Give me all your love. Give us a viral splooge on my face. I like it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Is that too much? No, that was perfect. Bye. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining us here. This is Charlie. Always joined by Sam. Yes. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. So am I.